Agenda-setting conversations of the day. Ten after seven, good morning. Yesterday, for the first time in the history of our democracy, the National Assembly voted to remove the head of a Chapter 9 institution. 318 MPs voted to remove Pusasiu Mkobane as public protector. 43 voted against it. The ANC, the DA, the Freedom Front Plus and several others voted for her to be removed from office. The EFF, the ATM and several others voted for her to remain in office. Under the Constitution, President Cyril Ramaphosa must now remove her. He has no discretion in the matter. He must remove her based on the vote in the National Assembly. There is, of course, a huge amount of discussion about this and many strong views. We start with the economic freedom fighters who are supporting Busasiya Mkabani. Their national spokesperson is Sanao Tambo. Sanao, good morning. Thank you for your time. Morning, Stephen. Thank you for having me. Why do you believe this is the wrong decision by the National Assembly? Look, we think first and foremost it's rooted in vindictiveness by the majority party in parliament in the form of the ANC, but uh, conveniently it's being used as a proxy by the Democratic Alliance, in that Busiwa Mkwebane was suspended the day after she decided to institute an investigation into Palapala Farm into Soramaposa. And that's when the wheels definitively started to turn against her. And uh, the Western Cape High Court found that that decision was vindictive and based on a on a motive of uh, vengeance in terms of conflict of interest on the part of Ramaphosa suspending someone who was investigating him a day after she declared to do so. But one of the things that I think South Africans must also note is that there was a determination to remove Mkwebana from office before her term of office came to an end on the 14th of October. This shows that the punishment was aimed at ensuring that she doesn't reap the benefits of her pension. So we think it's an, there's a, it's, it's, it's not informed by her poor performance, but rather it's informed by an attitude that seeks to intimidate those who are heading chapter 9 institutions, seeks to intimidate those who are leading investigative authorities to show them that if you dare challenge Ramaphosa, then there will be consequences, and those consequences will come in the form of impeachment as one of the avenues. You say in your statement you reserve the right to go to court. Would you go? Are you planning to do that on her behalf? Would you only support her? Are you planning a legal action at this stage? Look, our decision to possibly take the report on judicial review would not be based on the vote in parliament, but rather would be based on the incorrect processes that sort of undermined the integrity of the formulation of the reports, undermined the inquiry, the Section 194 inquiry in itself. There was a lot of uh, discrepancies that occurred during that process. One was that for prolonged periods of time, Muslim Kaban didn't have legal representation uh, for the allegations of members of parliament uh, possibly being bribed to have predetermined outcomes to the outcome of the section 194 inquiry itself so there's irregularities that we think may be taken maybe uh, reasons to take rather the report itself under judicial review this has nothing to do with the vote because if we were to take the report under judicial review it would have to perhaps restart the process it would have to have the report reformulated, but at the end of the day, the vote would still be the determining factor as to whether she's impeached or not. But we are considering that option, and uh, once we do come to a definitive decision, we will communicate that to the public. Okay. In 2017, uh, your leader, Julius Malema, criticized Mkubani. He said, we just took a puppet from Gupta's kitchen and said, let's give her a chance. He went on to say at a press conference, she was not a public protector, but a state protector. Why were the economic freedom fighters so against Mkwabani then, and you support her so strongly now? 
Look, I think there was reasonable suspicion at the time in terms of uh, what was before us. But we think that Muslim Kuban has redeemed herself through a multitude of things. For example, the clean audits she's achieved between 2019 to 2022. The fact that she's conducted over 400 investigations and only 17 of those were subjected to review and set aside. So she's redeemed herself in terms of her performance. She's redeemed herself in terms of showing that she doesn't operate in the interests of affection of the ANC, and sadly that has been a consequence of her downfall now. Her in her inability to pledge allegiance to those who are in charge at any particular point in time has resulted in her vindictive removal now. So I think we should be allowed to change our minds. It's something that is vilified in South African politics for reasons unbeknown to me. But uh, evidence has shown us that her performance has outweighed those criticisms we had at the time. Okay. Uh, let me put it to you sort of bluntly so you can reply about bluntly. Is it not because you as the EFF believed in 2017 she is working for Jacob Zuma and you believe she is working against Ramaphosa now? So let me put it directly. Are you supporting her simply because she's made findings against Ramaphosa? We're supporting her because she's made findings against multiple politicians and multiple institutions that have violated either our constitution or the laws of our country over 10 years uh, public protector. She's made findings against people that some might think are our allies uh, in terms of uh, what's happening in South African politics. She continued with the Stina Dairy Farm investigation. She's continued with her work against the South African, uh, with her recommendations about the need to change the mandate of the South African Reserve Bank, something we might agree with. So she's done her work whether she's in allegiance, whether her findings or conclusions are in line with what we believe in or not, are immaterial. She remained in her post after Jacob Zuma. She was not removed, and she was able to prove her worth in that post as well. So I don't think there's any basis in terms of that. We're not a proxy of anything related to Jacob Zuma. We're an organization that operates in the principles of fairness and the principles of the Constitution, and we think that whether we like someone or not, whether we agree with, we agree with someone politically or not, must be treated fairly, they must be treated in terms of the laws of this country, and there mustn't be a vindictive witch hunt to punish her, simply because she's investigating certain people who occupy certain positions. So now, Tambo, thank you, National Spokesperson of the Economic Freedom Fighters. You with the EFF.